Hey, Star Wars fans. Welcome to one of the strangest podcasts you're probably going to hear from us. Um, so, Ali and I are fresh out of the cinema after watching uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Dave, you saw it at midnight. Um, I tried to see it at midnight, but I had some complications, but I'm not even going to get into that. Um, but Ali and I are sitting in the car. Dave, you're probably in your house somewhere. Yep. Yep. Um, and we are going to just going to go into a very quick-ish 15-20 uh, minute podcast where we're going to give our initial thoughts on The Rise of Skywalker. So before I actually do that, I'm, I'm being rather rude. Um, my name is Alex. I'm your host of the Jello Council podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, if this is your first time listening, what a podcast to listen to. Uh, if it is your, If this is a regular thing for you guys, welcome back. We do love the fact that you guys are returning listeners. And as you can just tell by my very elongated introduction, um, I am not alone. I, I'm sitting next to Mr. Contrero himself as the clerk. Say hello, Ali. The council is in session. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, <laughs> Ali and I had a side conversation earlier on today where he commented on the very first podcast that we hosted. That was the very first thing that I said, Dave, if you remember, all the way back to two years ago when we first started. Oh, God. <laughs> that took about a throwback. Um, it's to celebrate our two-year anniversary. And it is to celebrate our two-year anniversary, absolutely. And, of course, we do have over the phone my good buddy and brother in the force, Dave. Say hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello. Um, yeah, guys, it's it's been a, a mental 24 hours uh, with the rise of Skywalker, and for you listeners, I'm going to call it out nice and early. We're going to go into spoiler territory. We're not just going to go into it. We're going to go so deep. We're going to go head deep. It's going to be quite an interesting conversation um, based on our initial thoughts. Some good, some bad about the movie. But ultimately, we will have a proper podcast, I think, where we all gather around, go into it in a bit more detail. You know, with The Last Jedi, we went off maybe four or five hours longer i don't even think we can. yeah <laughs> we may not get that far uh but we will do a proper long jedi council podcast um but as i am <clears throat> in doing the introductions i'm gonna actually ask you dave give us one word as soon as you walked out the cinema what was you thinking you can have maybe Ooh. four or five words okay oh, thank you um <laughs> satisfied I would actually use that as a word. Okay, Okay. interesting. Satisfied. All right, cool. Ali, give us a... He's using his fingers to count all his words. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure, but I I think I like it. I think I like it, but I'm not sure. So that's nine. Are you good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, cool. Um, And my my description, I think, if I'm going to use a word or a couple of words was, yeah, it's a Star Wars film. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a proper Star Wars film mm. uh, for me. Mm. Um, and, <laughs> you know, noise that's me. That's Ali making noises. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the, the, the thing for me walking out of the cinema is, uh, yeah, Dave, I think the word satisfied is, is a good description. Um, it's, I didn't, when I walked out of the cinema, the first time I saw The Last Jedi, I felt confused. I was baffled. I had no idea what happened. Um, whereas when I walked out of the cinema today, just a minute ago, I was comfortable. I was happy. There were moments of joy for me in this movie. 
Um, whereas there were movie, there were sorry, there were elements of absolute despair in the Last Jedi in comparison. Um, so uh, you know, I think this for me, this is a good good thing. And um, Ali, I'm confused, I'm baffled, but I know what happened. <laughs> so when, when Ali and I walked out of the cinema. Um, I said that there were moments of joy and there were moments of brilliance. And I think the, the, the thing that stuck out for me was that you turned around and you actually said, I really like the film, but I don't know if I like the film. Yeah. 100%. Or words to that effect. Understand what? OK, so what I think I've just seen and, and I need to watch it again, because by, by background, I knew exactly what this film was going to do and when it was going to do it, because it was revealed on Reddit over a week ago. And it was completely right. Second of all, Burger King in Germany have done this amazing competition where they've been giving away free Whoppers if you could tell a spoiler for this film. So they've been being posted everywhere, which is why we've all seen all these still images. So you kind of went in knowing where this film was going to go. Okay, I'm going to sum it up in a a really odd way. Um, And people will probably disagree with me. I think up until we get to the Death Star with Rey, it's practically a Star Trek film. And then after that, it's a Star Wars film, but it's a Star Wars film I've seen before and wasn't as good as the version of the film that I saw before, which is Return of the Jedi. Dave? Ooh, Ooh okay. Um, for me, Do you want me to go further? I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 okay, I went in very different to you, Ali. Um... I had deliberately not seen any spoilers. I had avoided them like the plague. I can can honestly say I never saw or read anything about this film other than what was officially released by Lucasfilm, um, which was effectively the the trailers, really. Um, I didn't even read the Vanity Fair stuff that was published. What I did was I looked at the pictures, and I was excited by the pictures, um, but that was about it. So... For me, it, this was about as clean as it, as it could be in this day and age. Um, and on that basis, I was, I was happy with what I saw. Um, I think we, we'd all discussed beforehand and we'd, we, we'd all said we had expectations and, and what have you for the, for the movie coming in. I, I think I possibly was the most nervous of the group um, of, of where yeah, this could go. Um, just because I was fearful that bringing in Palpatine would undermine the the original trilogy. Um, I was fearful because, for me, The Last Jedi was such a bad movie. Um, my, my view was, has Ryan Johnson made the overall story completely unrecoverable? Um, could, could it ever be redeemed as a story? So coming into this, for me, th- there was a lot of nervousness and a lot of fear <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that, that this film could never rectify the, the problems that it was going to be facing. Um, and, and so from that perspective, for me, the, the film delivered. The film has managed to... I think it's had to make some compromises um because yeah um because there's been because the last jedi took the story into a hole 
it dug its own hole, but it and it didn't provide anything and any means to get out of that hole. Um, so I think Ryan Johnson came into this. Sorry, JJ um, Abrams came into this with a tall order on his hands of trying to recover the, the overall story, tie it into the the previous eight movies, and create a conclusion that was at least a conclusion. Um, and so I think I think he managed all of that. But yeah, the, the, there was probably compromise. Well, there were there were compromises along the way. Um, so for me, I was sat. I, I would agree with. I, I, I would reiterate what I said the first time. I was satisfied with where this went and how it was done. Um, I'm not certain it could have been done better, given what R- Ryan Johnson left it with. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that, and I think there are there are a few things that stand out for me in this movie. One of the ones that do stand out for me, and, and Ali and I had a, a, an offline conversation about this, is around the some of the phrases in the movie, some of the language that is used, which is a basically a, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? A, uh, a dismissal of mm. some of the things that Ryan Johnson did in The Last Jedi, where, you know, we see the, the scene where Ray goes to throw the lightsaber into the burning uh, TIE fighter. And then all of a sudden, Luke catches it and says, what are you doing? This is the Jedi's most prized possession, or, or worse yes. to that effect. Yeah. Yet, yes. we all know how the beginning of The Last Jedi started, where he took it and he threw it over his shoulder. Yeah. It was yeah. completely um, against The Last Jedi. And there was well, an... Kylo chucked his one over his shoulder. He threw it into the water, didn't he? Yeah, he threw it, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Exact same. Yeah. And there was, there was another thing... Um, that we both looked at each other and said, "That's another." There were quite dismissal, a, uh, a big one. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but never there, there was a few, and it was quite. Oh, it was the Honda, Honda, the Honda maneuver. That the Honda maneuver. Honda that's maneuver, it. Sorry. Yeah, and he's like, well, yeah. "Why would you do that?" It's, yes. it's a one in a million. You're never going to do that again. It's like, yes. it, while that might be true factually within Star Wars, it is very much a dismissal of some of the things that he did, and. and yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to this is going to sound really old, but I really liked it. I like the fact that JJ was comfortable enough to do that because Ryan Johnson left a lot to be desired. And I'm not going to start talking about the last Jedi again. No. But I think that the elements of the film were quite com- composed to make sure that we didn't get another last Jedi on our hands. I, I, okay, it's not a last Jedi. No. But I think it, the impact of it will be. As divided as the Last Jedi. Yeah, you said this when we walked out the cinema. I, I am uh, so convinced. If you really love the Last Jedi, and as you know, Dave, because you've caught some abuse for it down the last couple of years, yeah. there are people who will not hear a word say against that film. They are going to be apoplectically mental about the choices in that film. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely right. mental, and not and not without and not without cause. You know, it, it, I I don't mind the way they did it. You don't mind it. Alex doesn't mind it. Mm. But it was it was a children safe but like a, a big middle finger to those people yeah yeah it was a it was a big middle finger um i don't i don't yeah i don't think it's necessarily at ryan johnson no i don't but think so. i think it's at some of the things that were done well, because some of the things in the last jedi is actually incorporated in this film yeah yeah, and yeah. it's a continuation in places it's not yeah. like they pretended it didn't happen yeah they referenced great yeah you know we know obviously rose who was introduced in the last the film speeders. yeah the speed everything like that so i think the like he's taken 
this is going to sound really weird. He's taken the good bits. Yeah, probably. A good and idea. left them in there. Yeah. And then, and then obviously brought back Luke because that was a brilliant bit. Yeah. Um, I must. I think that was probably my favourite scene in the whole film. I know I've jumped into a completely different topic, but it just made me trigger. That was one of my favourite scenes in the whole film. I got so much joy of seeing Luke the Jedi. I thought him training Leia was just as good. That was oh, oh that was me. That was me. Yeah, I was going to say that. That and and again, that was to some extent a, a bit of a middle finger to Ryan because you saw Leia in the Last Jedi do the Mary Poppins bit, but it had never been explained. It was all of a sudden she has force yeah. ability, which no. Nothing. To, you knew she must be force sensitive because she'd seen that previously, but this was the first time you actually saw her using force ability, and so it was a nice flashback to see Luke and Leia training. Um, yeah. Because that that then provides, and and I think that was a good thing that that was constantly done in this movie, because there was lots of questions that came out of the Last Jedi because he didn't actually clarify things. Um, but I think you could make that criticism of this film there is plenty in there that isn't properly explained yes I would agree with that but I think it was because he was so busy trying to explain the one before it Um, another example was at the very beginning where you're seeing Ray now actually doing active training Yeah, which was something that was lacking in the last movie Um, which I think was to try and combat the Mary Sue-style comments that have been put out there. Um, You also had the... Where was I going to go with that one, then? (laughs) There was another one. But but even then, she still could use lightning out of nowhere, so So, so it still wasn't fully answered, even stuff like that. Excuse me. That whole lightning scene, actually thinking about it, I, I really thought it was a really cool scene because it, it was, was quite cool. The way yeah. that it, it and quick question to the both of you actually while we're talking about this scene. Did you and Ali you maybe not you first, Dave, did you Dave, actually yeah. think that Chewie was dead? No. Sorry. Did I think Chewie was dead? Yeah. Um <clears throat> I'm trying to think from the trailers that I'd seen. Had I seen Chewie in a late position? It's, okay, it's, we just think about it from a film structure. Like there was no way he was going to be dead, just because it would it wouldn't make sense in the film. Well, I so obviously I saw it yesterday, this morning with Andy. Yeah. Um, and we were sitting next to each other, and when it happened, I was both gobsmacked with Ray producing lightning, right, and then the impact of her going chewy, as if the realization that she's actually killed him. Yeah. Okay. So. I hadn't read as many spoilers as you had. No. So me and Andy were kind of a bit like, wait, hold on. A, did she actually he just, just kill him? Yeah. And then B, did she actually just kill him? But then obviously yeah. we see the scene where he is a prisoner. Me and Andy both turn around and go, thank God for that. Because yeah. I, we've seen in the previous films where they've been killing off legacy characters. Yeah. So for me, I was like, okay, they might actually do it. Because, you know, oh, they didn't kill off Lando, thankfully. Yeah. Um but nevertheless, it, it did make me think, oh, my God, is Chewie really dead? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can, can I ask you, sorry, and, and I've already asked Alex this question earlier, <laughs> just because it, just because we were talking about yeah, yeah. the Leia Luke scene. <clears throat> right. I, my, my, my 
problem with this film, and I, and I did say it earlier to you as well, Davis, is that I'm not sure I'm better off for it existing in terms of I'm not sure it moved the story on that much at all. And the other thing is, is when I watched it and I saw the Luke and Leia scene, I was like, that's the film I wanted to see. If Luke and Leia had gone on this journey and not Finn, Ray and Poe, I think I would have liked it about 100% more. But I think we, we've discussed this before. The, the problem has always been, should this, trilogy, uh, should this trilogy as a whole have been made? And the answer... Oh, well, I, no, it I, is. Well, well, I think at the end of this movie now, I think the, that question becomes relevant again. Should this trilogy have been made? Or should they have just left the saga at six movies and gone to a different era? You could even have kept it the same era, but gone to a different story, left the Star- Skywalker story at, at, at three, at six movies, sorry. You could... And I've said this. I've said this repeatedly. You could have jumped a few hundred years into the future. You could have had the the success of Luke, the success of Leia, success of Han in their own lifetimes that they succeeded in what they wanted to do. You could have jumped forward a couple of hundred years. Everything, including Palpatine, Uncle Palps coming back, could all still have happened. 200 years into into the future but it would have it would have meant that within the original heroes lifetimes they were a success what we've seen is down the rabbit hole yeah again let's focus on episode 9 um, yes no no no, so no that's sorry, sorry my question sorry. was, was we've, yeah. we've, if if now it's all completed right we've seen the nine film saga it's the end of skywalker allegedly, allegedly right yes. but it's the end and so has seven, eight, and nine added that much to it? And my answer would be, I'm really not sure at this point. Well, well I think that's, that's a very valid that's question. Perspective. That's that, 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 that's what I mean. Should they have gone back to do this, this trilogy? They did. No, no, that's a very valid question. I don't think it's, a, it's, it's for this podcast. Okay, cool. Because this is about episode nine. Reaction. The amount of times that we've started off on one topic throughout <laughs> our history. Yeah, those, yeah. And for you listeners, you know we go off on a tangent. Um, but I, I want to try and stick on course. I want to stay on target as much as possible. Um, so I think from an episode just, nine perspective, go on, Dave. I've just, I've just remembered the other um, thing that I quite liked about this movie was when you saw um, Kylo Ren first walk into where Palpatine was, you saw what looked like um, almost like a jam jar cloning style tube with yeah. a snake. Oh, you it. saw Snokes. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. It wasn't just one Fine. Snoke, was it? it was multiple. Yeah. 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 That's, so that's got to be because so. the rumor, Yeah. Because the rumour is, obviously, is that... So he was never actually there on the Death Star. That was a clone of him. That's how he survived. <laughs> but they say that the reason... Matt Smith was supposed to be in the film, as we all yeah, know, yeah, Doctor yeah. Who. And apparently, at that point... He was supposed to come out as the younger Palpatine clone that was oh, really? in the next iteration, and that's what they've cut out. That's interesting. So they went with so, the so they were going to make older. it really clear, yeah. clear that the yeah. clone were Palpatine just transferring his in a Harry Potter sort of whole crux style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His life force into his life. things. Well, that 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 scene in particular was quite interesting for me. The whole life force thing, the transferring yeah, like of life force and. It's done in different ways. We obviously Ray do it to fix the the serpent uh, at the yep. middle start bit. Yeah. We then obviously like then then well like Baby Yoda. Yep. True. Uh, for a spoiler for the Mandalorian. Yeah. 
um, but then we see obviously the the false transferring of false from Ray to Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, well, after she kills him, um, which is an interesting one because she killed him for a very good reason. But then obviously she found that she killed Leia at the same time. Can any of us justify that kiss at the end? No. No. <laughs> right. we, I, think, I think that's one of the worst bits of an ending of a film. I've it should never have happened. Awful. Awful. There were a few eye-rolling moments for me. I'm not going to lie. That was one of them. Um, and there were a couple I of comments throughout the piece, though. I think that, that would. I, th- I think that kiss was an appeasement for the Raylo movement. Yeah. It was, which, which which grew out of the Last Jedi, because yep. if if you yeah. went if you went back to the, the the Force Awakens, it was it was it was more for me looking like it was a Finn and Ray could potentially have gone towards a relationship, and then that was completely subverted in the Last Jedi, like our expectations, um, completely subverted in the Last Jedi with the the the, the Raylo thing. And Ryan Johnston thrust um, Rose into it to try and distract Finn, to, so so Finn wasn't left as a as a hanging fish. So I must admit, I did like the way in this movie there was still the affection between Finn and Ray. Yeah, was, there was clearly a yes, JJ built upon in the Force Awakens. Well, he loved her, didn't and he? that's what he didn't say. Yeah, and that's the thing when I was going in the sandpit. Ray, 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 this I want to tell you, and then Poe pipes up. Well, when I'm not here. What's um, that? What's that? that? I was trying to tell her. Well, they yeah. loved her. Yeah, of course it was. Because I, I, okay, because the other, the other possibility is that he is force sensitive, and that oh, was yeah, definitely was. Yeah, but maybe that's what they could tell her. Maybe, yeah, no, fair, fair, possibly. And I, and I think that that also kind of leads into um, the way that the characters are. They're clearly a lot more on screen together as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that I know that obviously the fans have complained about in The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. So I think JJ probably did a proactive, okay, yeah, let's get them that. on screen as much as we can. You know, and the fact that then Poe became general and then made Finn general at the same time. And I'm like, I get it. That's great. But that's, that, that's a little bit soft. Yeah, uh, that was another yeah. eye-rolling moment for me, I'm not going to lie. There's a real soft underbelly to this film and it's, stuff where it's a bit like, oh. Yeah, and there's, there's the continuing mantra, isn't it? Is it oh, if, if, if we don't do it, it's all for nothing. It's like, yeah, no, we, we get that. It's a rebellion. If you're all dead, there's no more rebellion. We kind of get it. You don't have to keep saying it. Even 3PO said it. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, Dave, question for you. 3PO in this movie, how brilliant was he? I loved him in this. I really, <laughs> yeah, really liked it. Really liked it. I loved the way that he read the dagger and then turned up, but I can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly I what he said, but I can't tell you. It's funny. You can tell I'm getting bummed about that dagger so, scene. <laughs> in that particular, so Free, Free was was absolutely brilliant, and some of his comedic timing was great. It's like, what yes. what do we do now? And he pipes up, I know what we do. We leave. You know, things like that. But with the you bringing up the dagger there. So in the middle of the cinema, the whole dagger thing pipes up, and Ali literally slumps in his chair and goes, "What?" <laughs> because <laughs> because how did they create the dagger 
after Palpatine died for the Sith to find a wayfinder to the Horcrux. Not Horcrux. But how did they do that? To be fair, I agree with that. There was so much of that in the I, film I, where you literally had to go, it doesn't make sense. But, yes. Yes. They, but, but what you have to Don't do is you have to and believe in it. Well, but then you get into the last Jedi territory. <laughs> When was the dagger made? Since so, so the dagger was found with the guy that had killed um, Ray's parents. Yeah. So that you, was post the destruction of the Death Star. Yeah, it, exactly. ha- it had to have been done after that because of the fact that it had that inscription. And then when she, language had, no one could speak. And she held it up and it... <laughs> what like language any Sith could speak. Yeah. What's if? So, so, so a Sith assassin potentially would know how to use it. Well, like a Seventh Sister or something like that. Yeah. Or, just, or even the guy that killed Ray's parents. Or, or to be fair, if Palpatine has got this all planned out, that's true. He planned for his granddaughter to be found. Bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You know. So, so the story is definitely not Skywalker's. It's the story of Palpatine's, right? The entire it's, nine piece. The Palpatine. Because it ends with a Palpatine versus a Palpatine to yeah. balance the force. The Skywalkers were irrelevant. So no, absolutely not. So they were filler. One one of the things that I was really really worried about was the legacy and the mind. What's the word I'm looking for? Not the mantra. The the whole chosen one ethos. thing. The ethos. Thank you. The whole ethos of the chosen one. Yeah. And which was ruined. It wasn't. For me, it wasn't because when you look at the, the end of Return of the Jedi was the assumption that the Jedi had to be there and the Sith had to be gone to right. create balance. But as we're finding out throughout the whole nine movies, technically, is that balance isn't necessarily with just one being there and one sure. not being there because if the Sith were ruling, that still isn't balance to the Force. Sure, but yeah, all the effort was wasted because it was never there. I wouldn't say it the effort exist. was No, but it was a mission. was never there. It was a misinterpretation. But he was never there. So so the whole Skywalker thing was like, okay, everything was set up for a Palpatine versus Palpatine off. Well, not really, no. That's what happened. Well, no, because so, if the initial interpretation the of the Chosen, chosen one, one is that... Say that again, Dave? Palpatine, the Chosen One. Oh God, that's a that's a that's a view. That is a view. That is a view and, which is worth. And quite quite on, quite on came across the child Anakin, and assumed yeah. that he was the chosen one. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe it was possible. I mean, that's the thing because when we, we don't know who created Anakin, but we know that Pal. Well, sorry, we don't know who his real father is, but we know that Palpatine created him. Yeah. So maybe Anakin isn't the Skywalker, maybe Anakin's a Palpatine. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, that's true. That's true. It's the story of Palpatine. The Skywalker's never existed. Which then means that Anakin is <laughs> both the grandfather to Ray. Oh gosh. And Ben, meaning their brother and sister. No, they're not. They're uh, cousins. Cousins. They cousins. Cousins. Well, we're about kissing brothers and sisters and stuff. Oh, was cousins is actually, actually second cousin, second cousin, not even first cousin, second which cousin makes it twice. better. Second cousin <laughs> twice removed. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, but, um, but that, but that was that was like I just felt like the last five minutes were not handled with with 
as I as I keep as I've said like to you both, I don't feel like it was handled as the conclusion to the biggest ever, and it is the biggest ever cinematic experience saga, whatever you want to call it. I don't feel the ending was of a scale which justified what went before. Fair. I've got two very important questions for the two of you, and. Looking at the time, we just want to keep this quite succinct and we will go into a hell of a lot more detail in future podcasts. But I want both of you, and I'm going to start with you, Dave. Out of 10, what would you rank this film? And then I think I'm going to know the answer to this one. Of the sequel trilogy, where would you rank nine in the three? Now, that's an easy one for you, Dave, I think, because I think I know the answer oh. to yours. So, at 10, Dave. Oh, what I'll answer, you- okay, I'll answer that bit first. It's number one of the three. You think this is better than The Force Awakens? Yes. Because there was so much more character development in here. Uh, Um, Yeah, I actually agree with that. Yeah, Yeah. go on then. So you think it's number one in your three? You saw proper revolution in this. You also saw a lot more of filling I, I know it was filling of cracks that have been created in a previous movie but because of that there was you you came out of this as i said more satisfied maybe because of that um so yes seven, i, I rate it as one of, one of three one of three okay now give us your uh, ranking out of ten. Seven, seven and a half. okay okay Ali, same questions to you. Can I go the other way around? You can do it. Yeah, there's two questions. I, I, I would, I would go. I think the critics are about bang on, about five point five. Really? That's what I would give it. Okay. There's, a, there's so much in it which I think, on analysis, you will, it doesn't work for me. Okay. And, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm actually struggling because I didn't like The Force Awakens when it came out. But. But I think it's you can watch it again and it's an enjoyable film. Okay. Right? Okay. Film which I also liked the Last Jedi when that first came out. I remember you wrote an opinion piece. No, no, I'm about to say that. I'm about to say that. the film which I enjoyed the most coming out of the cinema was the Last Jedi. Was the Last Jedi. But, by far. But now. By far. That's not your most enjoyable. I, I really got. Well, I'm not sure. I really did. I might even have to give this to Last Jedi. I'm really not sure. I don't okay. think any of these films in this era deserve more than five out of ten. Any of them. All right. Yeah. And so I'm struggling. Yeah, well, I know what you're saying, but but I think I think cinematically, the Last Jedi was by far the best. Like in terms of look at look at it. So the way it looked, I okay. think it was by far the best. I think the. the it definitely, My, um, David, much nicer on screen. Well, well, the, the the problem there is you're rating it over a very superficial thing for me. Well, no, no, I'm rating the fact that I don't like the story in any of them. It didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. It was a generic sci-fi. Well, you you, you before have said it, it had all the elements of a Star Wars movie. Oh, it did. It, it did. It, it was, was so put together it, by someone who didn't know what Star Wars was. Well, that's what I mean, and like I I don't. I, you know, The Force Awakens for me will always be an exact replica and not as good as A New Hope. That's how I feel about that film. I can watch it again and I enjoy it for that reason, but if I put it next to A New Hope, no, I'm not asking it's for not that. as good. I'm not asking for that. It's not as good. No. Uh, this trilogy 
just seven, eight, and nine. Uh, forget one through six. I know, but you can't because you have to. No. I don't know what you mean by I forget one through six. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Siri. My Siri on my watch has kicked in there. Siri, Siri's agreeing um, with you, Alex. Um, no, I, I don't think any of the films deserve above a five. And I'm, I'm going to have to think about it. My order. I'm we'll not come sure. back to you on the next podcast. I'm really podcast. not sure. Right. I'm really That's not fine. sure. That's you? Fine. So, for me, out of ten, I'll probably give this a solid seven and a half. Okay. Um, I am mindful. When I first came out of The Last Jedi, I gave it a seven, yet realised the confusion that was going through my brain and decreased that to a six very quickly. Yeah. Whereas this is... A lot of joy. Really enjoyed a lot of it. There were some eye-rolling moments, like I said, but for the most part, yeah, I think a seven and a half is a solid. Out of the three, obviously, Last Jedi is at the bottom. Fairly straightforward to me on that one. Is it better than The Force Awakens? I don't know. But is it worse than The Force Awakens? Oof, I don't know. Question. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. So, is, is, is The Last Jedi worse than both of them? Yes. But, where this ranks for me, I don't know. I'm, I've seen Force Awakens so many times that there are elements of it that I really enjoyed. And watching the back-to-back movies the other day, I could definitely see why I enjoyed the Force Awakens, why I didn't enjoy the Last Jedi, and I totally see why I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. So for me, I'll probably have to watch it a couple of times again. But there are literal moments of joy, and I'm not going to lie. At the end of the film, I've got a little bit emotional. I, I kind of felt it inside I'm, i didn't bore my eyes out but there was a bit inside and it was like all right this has ended i don't want to go there, down there the were bits cannon. actually where particularly in the second half of the film yeah. where you were properly on the edge of your yeah, seat there, i was leaning was nice. i was leaning was forward it got me hooked there there was more of that in the second half than the first half yeah um and you've watched the first half and twice. i've watched the first half twice so i kind of knew what was coming right but nevertheless there were still elements in the second half that really got me hooked, which is a good sign of a good film for, for, for an individual anyway. And I've, I've, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm really struggling with on this on. film. What I'm struggling with the trilogy and why I keep going back to it is, is if anyone had told me at the beginning you were going to watch rehashes of the previous films for a new trilogy, which is what we've done, mm. I'd have said... What was the point of that? It's and, funny, and, yeah. and that's what this—that's what this trilogy is. It's funny when we walked out. And of the that's cinema, why I'm struggling. It's why I'm struggling. You turned around and said to me, "What if they rebooted the trilogy, but they just didn't tell us?" Yeah, they did. That's what they did. Yeah. They rebooted the original trilogy, and they just didn't tell yeah. us. But I've, I know there was a lot of negative comments pushed against the prequel trilogy when that first came out. Yeah. Possibly not to the same extent as, as the sequels received, but one thing that you can honestly say about the prequel trilogy is that the entire three store three films were all brand new. Yeah, exactly right. And that's where I'm struggling, Dave, with these films. That that is exactly where I'm struggling with this. That, that's a very valid criticism because you always want to push your story forward, you always want to have new things, and when you mm. listen to George Lucas talk about what he wanted to do with Star Wars, he always wanted to push the boundaries of both the story, but then also how the story was made. So when you think of all the technology that he's invented, all the cinematographic, yeah. if that's a word, cinematography. Cin- cinematography and cinematic technology that he's developed, he pushes the boundaries. Yeah. Whereas these, they, 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 they 
don't push the boundaries for me. No, they don't. From a cinematography perspective, no. they don't. Um, so that doesn't distract and, and me. And he's trying to make him feel because he's trying to do too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, can't buy it, yeah. No, right. <laughs> but I think that wasn't promising anything other than, than the vomit bucket. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. So, so, as I said, I'm going to watch it again tomorrow night. Yeah. And I think I'd probably have a better, more clear mind tomorrow okay. than, than right now, particularly to judge where I'd put them, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm feeling a bit kind of raw about this. And I've, I've got a question of the pair of you. Um, last I have, one. I've never, I've, I've never gone back to the last Jedi, <laughs> despite trying. <laughs> I've tried to go back to it, and I've not managed it. Um, at the, from what I remember coming out of the last Jedi, Luke's lightsaber had been destroyed. Yes. Yeah, torn in half. Yeah. So why did Ray have it? Because she picked up all the pieces. We went through this on the podcast. Yeah, at the end of The Last Jedi, she's sitting down talking to Leia and she's got both halves of the lightsaber in her hand. So when you look at... Yeah, when you look at Anakin's saber in this, Luke's saber, Ray's saber, whatever you want to call it, there's the little black band now in the middle of the lightsaber, which is where she's stuck it back together again. Right, Do you know what I really want you to do, Dave, though? I would love it if you went and watched Star Trek Into Darkness and then come back and tell me what you think of this film that you just watched because the plot points are identical and J.J. Abrams obviously directed both which one was the Into Darkness? it's the second one it was the one that caused all the problems it's the one with Benedict Cumberpatch's car yeah. and they whitewash it yeah. but it's, it's, it's pretty much the same feel even like the, the, um, the music in places is similar and what I've also realised is Sorry, it is a Star Trek point. Yeah. But the Knights of Ren yeah. are nearly yeah. identical to Khan in the original 1982 Star Trek 2, with yeah. Shatner in it. Uh. They're nearly identical to Khan's crew, what they're wearing. And like, sorry, what was the point of the Knights of Ren? They were pointless in the first film. They were they, ignored in the second, and they got massacred in the third. They they were Kylo Ren's gophers. There was no point. But yeah, yeah there was his personal, personal truth. He's really... Remember. Really bad henchman. Yeah, really bad henchman. That'll do. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's just things like that where I'm like, oh, they it. It's Phasma all over again. Yeah, yes. I don't understand that they did that either. How the hell did they capture Chewie? Yeah. Yeah. It's they like must it's have had some sort of stun gun or something like that. Because we've, we've had damage in him. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought as well. Yeah. yeah. Even the Sith troopers, they, they 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 got taken down pretty easily. They were. Yeah. They were pointless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I mean. There was a lot of things that pointless. And you know, when they, sorry, just going to that scene, I realised yeah. we should finish. But when they're like, oh, we can't stop the speeders, it was like, yeah, because everyone carries space horses in a cruiser just in case. <laughs> it's mental. <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. At it's least we found out how they could ride those horses. Yeah, that's exactly. I'll turn around to Ali a minute. Oh, okay, we, I get it now. All right, but still, okay. yeah. you wouldn't have. It's very loose. It's just, oh, come on. It's very loose. Um, <laughs> but I think we do need to wrap up. We this is supposed to be a 20-minute podcast. Sorry. We've been around for 40 minutes, but it's Sorry. all good. Um, and with that being said, I'm going to ask you guys your final thoughts on The Rise of Skywalker from your first viewing of it. Dave, final thoughts, mate. 
I'm I'm trying to think. Um, I can go for it. I can go. Go on then. The Mandalorian next week. I can't wait for the Mandalorian next week. Really good Star Wars. Stop, Dave. Your Stop final that. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I, the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I um. Okay, I'm. I don't know if I am biased because of my fear coming into this film and my loathing of the last jedi and disappointment with that as as a star wars movie but for me coming out of the the rise of skywalker i feel contentment that the story has not been completely destroyed he's he's managed to do enough He, he he has managed to prevent an absolute carnage road crash. The, the, the story is is credible enough. The story works. Um, I, th- I thought the initial opening crawl was a little bit left field because this came from nowhere. There'd never been talk of Palpatine's voice previously. So the, the, that was a little bit of a left field. Um, I'd quite like to have seen how it was communicated across the universe. I'd love to have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant way to start the film. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I realise, sorry, I shouldn't start a new line of conversation. But I'd like to have seen that. <laughs> it's okay, because okay, I've, I've now thought, I've, I've got another question of it anyway. But, because, um, okay, to, Wait, sorry. You want me to save it? Save I, it for the next one. You sure? You sure? Cause I Otherwise, think, I think it's going to be... Go on it's then. a nice, it's a nice question. I think. Okay, on, was Palpatine a clone, or was he a resurrection? He says in the film, "I've been dead before." He does, which makes yeah. me think he's, he's he's the real one, but he's been brought back to life again, which is why he's on these machines and and he yeah. just says, "And when he chucks him down, yeah, you can fall like, like I, I did." Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. it's the same. I think it's the real. Palpatine. And also the fact that the the life force transference gave him his yellow eyes back and his fingers, yeah, which is really weird. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, that I liked weird. it, but it was yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I liked yeah. it. Well, okay, that uh, that okay, that that reinforces what I was thinking. I thought he was a resurrection. Yes, he was. He was basically the undead. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at his zombie, white eyes, black lips, yeah. no teeth. But apparently, yeah. he lost his fingers from when he was using the lightning on Vader. There is acolytes. Yeah. <laughs> all the stuff were cheering him on in the crowd. Come on, lad. Resurrect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't get that bit. But, um. <laughs> well, we, we, we've discussed before that this is not hard science fiction. This is a space fantasy. And in fantasy, you have them dead. So, so, Alex, what are your final thought then? Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, one thought, not four. Sorry. My, my, final <laughs> thought, my final thought is a very enjoyable film. Mm-hmm. All things considered, it ended in a okay way. Is it the way I wanted it to have done? Head cannon aside, probably not. But considering where we were, we're we've ended at a better place for me, and I, I've, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I can't wait to see it again. I see that. I, I see that yeah. point. I get your point. And with that being said, we are the Jedi Council. Thank you very much for listening to us ramble for the last forty-five minutes about the rise <laughs> of Skywalker. We will be back for more. Uh, don't you worry about that guys we will be 
going into a hell of a lot more detail, I'm sure, scene by scene, probably minute by minute at one point, um, about everything and anything for the Rise of Skywalker. You can find us on Twitter. We are at the Jedi underscore council. On Instagram, we are at the Jedi underscore council underscore TJC. We are on Facebook, uh, TJC underscore the Jedi council. You can find us online. We are www.the-jedi-council.com. Find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Player.fm, iTunes, iOS, podcast app. Listen, download, give us a five-star rating, all that kind of good stuff. We love it. Reach out to us on Twitter with some of your early thoughts on the rise of Skywalker. We will try and keep Twitter spoiler-free. Obviously, we've gone into detail today in the podcast, but leave us some comments. Give us a ping on any of the social media channels. And remember, may the force be with you. Remember, the force will be with you.